Welcome to the Greatest Choice Podcast. Challenging you to make greater choices. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Greatest Choice Podcast. As always, I'm here with Rodrigo, hey. Nilto, yo. and Gabe. Hey, yo! I'm your host, Victor. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys today. And today we're going to continue our relationship series, and we're going to talk about dating, right? Dating. What? What is dating? Why do we date? Is date in the Bible, right? Let's see. Woo! <laughs> Let's talk about that. And who better to bring a perspective on this? Then Rodrigo. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> uh, thanks for the intro. The so, only one dating on the panel. <laughs> yeah. So just for you, the audience to understand, I'm the only one dating as of right now. Gabe is engaged, and we got two married men on the panel. Um, I think one of the most important aspects of dating is, first, you should not date without a purpose. You should understand why you're dating, why do you want to date someone. And also, you have to understand who you are and what your values are. Because if you get together with someone who doesn't share the same values as you do, it's never going to work out. doesn't matter how hard you try. I've been in relationships in the past where they were great relationships while they lasted, but we just didn't share the same exact values, the same perspective in life. So there's always that, what do you call it? There's always those barriers in between us. And it just got to a point where it was like, you know what? This is kind of becoming toxic. Let's just right. you, you call it a day. kind of found those red flags, right? Exactly. And in, in your dating, Gabe, you, you were dating a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And you proposed. Congratulations. Yep. Congrats, Thank man. You. That's awesome. Thank and you. And so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when was it time for you? And what did you feel? What was the. How did you know? Yeah, how did you know it was time? I think a lot of it goes with what Rodrigo said, right? Um, for one, just for some context too, I've known her basically all my life, right? So there wasn't a period where we're like really trying to get to know each other. Yes, there was, but not in the sense of like starting from the beginning, right? Because we literally knew each other from like kindergarten and actually became friends in, in high school. But that's besides the point. Um, I think, as as you also said, we need to date with a purpose, right? So we weren't just dating just to date. We were dating to truly be like, okay, are we going to take this to the next level, yeah. you know? Um, and after spending some time with a person, really seeing their values and thinking like, oh, are, are we going to be able to, you know, um, support each other, you know, uh, am I going to be able to be an example and in the Bible, how it says that women be submissive to the men, but then it, it flips a little bit and says, but man, you need to love, uh, women as if they were the church as the same way that Jesus loves the church. Sorry. Yeah. And love your wife. Yes. Love your wife and <laughs> your woman. Your woman. <laughs> <laughs> how many are you talking here? Just one. Just one. But, um, and I, I think that's important as a man is like, uh, I I pray that I can love Hakel the same way that Jesus loves the church, right? And I know that we'll be able to be that support system for each other, especially in, like, in ministry. She is the type of person that I know that will stand by me at all moments, 
right, that will always give me that support. And I know that going forward in the ministry that, that we work together, I know that we're going to be a great team. And in ministry, that can be kind of a general sense too. Also, your first ministry is your family, right? Yeah. So I know that she's also a woman that will edify the household. And I think that's, that's very important. Sharing the same values, having the same faith, and trying to grow in your relationship with God and setting an example for the people who are around you. Well, that's all nice, man. I liked it. But you didn't answer the question. When did you find out it was the time? <laughs> <laughs> that's what people, a lot I of think, people I think we're know. just kind of trying to say is like, you got to know what to look Even for. when you started or even no, when but you that's were what I'm going saying. to start, you kind of always you have So you have to, like you said, you have to know like what to look for yeah. in the person, right? And me being, you know, uh, a Christian and at the age that I'm in, I'm like, I don't want to be dating forever. You know, I want to take it to the next step. Yeah. What are we just going to, like, we're just going to be dating and, and that's it? It's like, no, we want to take it to the next step. And then I remember we had a conversation and uh, we sat down and we were, we just knew, like, hey, we are going to get married, right? And as the, the time went by, that's when we decided, uh, we, we talked, it was like mid last year. It's like, you know what? It's it's gonna be next year. Like that's that's our timeline. That's when it's gonna happen. I think one question that we that we do want answered. Yeah. Especially me, because yeah. you know, I'm still dating. When did you decide to pop the question? What made you decide? Was there a specific moment? He's trying to run away from the question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, dude. I feel like it was a a mixture of of a like I said. Of, Are you saying it's like a natural progression? There I, wasn't a I specific believe moment. So I don't think I don't think there's a moment in time where you're like th- like. At this moment, this day was when I decided. It was really like a natural progression in life. How about the other men on the panel, man? I'm trying to get a definitive answer here. <laughs> here here's what I'll say. It, from what you said, when you date, you have to have a purpose yes. in mind. And the ultimate purpose is for you to get married and to start a family with that person. So when you make that decision, and what Gabe talked about, it's almost like a checklist, right? There's like a whole... To me, dating is pretty much a vetting process in yeah. order for you to decide whether this person is a person that I want to spend the rest of my life with yeah. and start a ministry with because it is your family. So I'll speak from my experience is that while we dated, though I started much younger, from a very young age, I knew that I didn't want to date just to pass the time, which I think is what dating has become nowadays. Dating is like your young years, like, you know, don't settle down, you know, date around, meet people go crazy, do all these things, keep it yourself. kind of made it lose its purpose. Exactly. So yeah. I think the way that they, now it's more about having fun, right? You find somebody that you can have a good time with. And that's very shallow, like we talked about in the friendship. It's too casual. It's a casual relationship. So when you're intentional about dating and you have a purpose, then you have a goal in mind. Yeah. And I think it's a natural progression because it will get to a point where you've matured spiritually, you've matured um, mentally with that person. Maybe also financial side also plays a part where you decide, like, look, this is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. And it's only natural that I want to take the next step with this person because they're worth it. They're the person that God has put in my life. And it's only natural that we take that next step. So now you're engaged. You're thinking about buying your own place and planning your wedding. So it's a whole set of conversations that now begin to take place. Yeah. Because you decided to take still, the next step with that person. You still, How about you, man? You still didn't get the definitive, definitive answer, right? Uh, well, let me There's hear no, your, like, let me hear, Here's let the thing. I'm trying to understand this. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Okay? Because uh, 
I've been married for three years, so it's recently, and it's still fresh in my mind. Really? And I remember three years wow. now. And one day, I went to Nilto and said, yo, when did you know you were ready? And he gave me the same political answer. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you guys why, okay? Because you're never going to feel like you're 100% ready, and that's mm. when you have to take a leap of faith. Yep. You have to take a leap of faith when you're in the person that you're with, and you also have to have a leap of faith in God that that's the person, and you got to pray and leave it in his hands. Wow. Because you will never feel 100% ready. And that happens with a lot of the big decisions that you have in life, that we lack faith, and we, we try to reason everything, and we try to understand everything first. We try to have everything ready first, and God will give you what you need once you decide to make that decision. Once you decide that that's the right person, he will give you the capacity to be the man that, that your wife deserves at that point. Yeah, that's that's. It's interesting that you said that, man, because from what I'm understanding from all three of you is that it just it seems like the natural progression. It seems yes. like the natural next step when, of when the you, relationship. When you know you, what the final des destination is, yes. Yes. You almost have to hold yourself back from taking the next step because it just feels like the natural step to yes. take. Now, I'm glad that you guys said that because, thankfully, I do feel like I'm on that path. You know, But there are many people there out there, like you said, who are just kind of dating casually, right? Me, that's something that I have done in my past, right? So what are the things that you guys think that – People who are just going around dating casually, dating without a purpose. What are some of the things that you, you guys think that those people should do? Well, it's not really about what those people should do. Honestly, I, you got to understand everybody has different beliefs. I think that a lot of things were normalized in the last few decades and um, dating lost its purpose. I mean, we're going to keep talking about this because dating became a process where people go and they go to live together to then see if it works out, giving them a way out. Yeah. And the reality is, and we're, we'll have a, a whole episode about marriage, but the reality is when you do this, it's most likely not going to work. And you know why? Because it, being getting married is a commitment. And it's not always, you're not always going to be happy. You know, it's just like dating. You have good days and bad days, but when you date and you're intentional about it and you see certain red flags, you can still make that decision. But when you're married, it's done. That's yeah. right. Right? No, so what I was going to say, it, it kind of ties into that. I feel like the casually dating part is people aren't putting the importance also on getting married. Yes. Right? Yes. That, yeah. that plays into the part where it's like... um maybe you've you've heard somebody say like oh before you get married with a person move in together because then you'll really find out if they're the one that you should get married and it's like what do you what do you mean yeah. like that's something that happens once you're married like to me that doesn't make sense yeah to me it, it truly does not make sense it feels like you're you're trying to skip a step that's very very important Idol. yes for you to take like right. i can't just you know just go ahead and just move in like that's that's not gonna happen Especially because a lot of people say in that first year or, or two of like being married, like that transitional phase of when you're moving in together with a person, you're living with somebody who has like different habits than you, um, it can cause some conflict there. So then the person they're dating, they move in, they think that there's a lot of conflict because of that. So they're like, oh, you know what? It's not going to work out. So we'll just break up. It's like, 
So, so imagine, imagine this. Would you guys, let's say you're the owner of a soccer team, okay? And you pay $200 million to sign this guy. And this guy comes to you and says, no, I don't want any contract. I want to be able to leave whenever I want to. Think about it. That's whack. There's yeah. no commitment. There's, there's a way out right there. That's the lack in the relationships today. Um, when we talk about, biblically speaking, dating is not in the Bible. There isn't like a guideline of like what to do while dating and stuff. Yeah. What the Bible does say is that you need to be know yourself in order for you to go into a relationship. So the, the part where we talk about having somebody who is going to be by your side, when the last episode we talked about shallow friendships that can kind of be an anchor in your life. Yeah. When you're dating someone for a long time, you're kind of anchored to that person. And if you make the decision of getting married to that person, despite red flags, it could be a huge detriment for the rest of your life because that person can hold you back from fulfilling all sorts of things in your professional life, in your ministry life. So while dating, which I think nowadays has become super shallow because a lot of times people are just dating for fun, for fun and yeah. for physical attraction. Yeah. So they base off their whole relationship because they're physically attracted to this person. But that physical attraction and that passion that I got by Shona that we say in Portuguese, it runs out. Yeah. And then what's and exactly to what Victor said, it's very easy for when you're in a relationship dating and you see some red flags and you longer, no longer want to deal with that person, you're out. Yeah. But when you decide to get married, there's none of that. Now it's a commitment. It. Yep. It's despite the passion, despite the love. Over that, it's a commitment. I made a decision that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person. And, and from speaking for myself, I'm sure Victor has had his bad days, his bad weeks, where there are times in the marriage where you start thinking like, man, did I marry the right person? Right. It, it's that, a natural thing to question. But because of that commitment that I made, that's not, it's non-negotiable. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You got to make it, the, the effort, put segue, the effort in. It's a segue from the previous episode when we talked about friends being an anchor in your life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, Mariana is my best friend. Like, Mariana is the person who has been with me since day one. Like, I've been, like, Milton and I are exceptions to the rule in many cases because I met Mariana when I was 16. Mm -hmm. um, it was good because she's, she's seen the worst of me, right? I was a kid when we started dating, so I made a lot of mistakes dating, and she put up, she put up with me throughout all those mistakes, right? Um, and we matured together, right? And, and not a lot of people will be able to do this. A lot of, yeah. so, for example, you guys are a little bit older, now, when you start dating, you're dating an adult that has their mind formed. Yeah, and everything. I, I want to be able to actually give an example on that. So, like I said, in the past, I have dated, you know, if I were to categorize it, it would kind of be like dating casually, like you said. Um, and then the difference between my relationships in the past and my relationship with Giovanna now is because of the change that happened from within, from myself. You know, um, part of the reason why, you know, like, my values became so defined in my life that I, I couldn't date the person in the past anymore is because I started finding myself and I started figuring out my purpose. And I'm like, oh, okay, this isn't for me. You know, she's a great person. It's just, she, just, it's just not for me, right? It, and then mm -hmm. when Giovanna and I first started dating, like the, the day that I asked her out, I remember we sat down, I came to her house, flowers and everything, super romantic. I was like, listen, we need to have a conversation. First day, you know, it's not very common for people to do that. So the first day we sat down on her couch and I was like, listen, um, I know who I am. This is my purpose. I'm starting to become the person that I'm going to be for the rest of my life, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does, absolutely. Right? So 
I sat down with her. I'm like, listen, this is what I believe dating should be. These are my values. What do you believe in? And then she told me, and then we were on the same page. I'm like, okay, great. This is working out. So I think to your guys' point, when you say, oh, I'm going to make that decision to uh, get married, to pop the question, I think the natural progression starts since the beginning. Of course. It starts since the beginning. You have to be intentional from the beginning. First, you have to understand yourself and understand that your relationship ever since day one can get to that position where you're going to marry this person. Yeah. And so the rest of it is kind of like a, a vetting process. Yeah. Um, I think I think this story might answer better like the question that you guys had asked me in the beginning. Um, because really it is like a natural progression where you're noticing things in the person and you kind of have to think to yourself like, do I want to spend the rest of my life with this person? Yeah. You know, that's a big question to ask. And once uh, me and Hakel like we realized that it's like, this is this is where we're gonna progress to. Like we're going to get married. I remember, um, I decided in my head. I was like, "Oh my God, I'm, I'm gonna." This was last year. I'm gonna ask Hakel to marry me by the end of 2022. Once I had decided that, it kind of happened. Uh, mostly too, like after I did like a, a change of jobs, because maybe then I felt a little more secure in myself. And I remember having a conversation with my parents. Um, I just go, hey, I need to talk to you guys, right? And I, I texted them. And then they were like, Yo, what is it? I'm like, don't worry. I'll talk to you guys later just to put some, you know, just to make them curious. But they're like, no, we're going to talk right now. So I FaceTime them. <laughs> and this is right before I go to the gym. So I'm literally right outside the gym. And I'm talking to them. Brewer cow kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> the adrenaline. <laughs> and I'm there. I'm speaking. And I'm like, yeah, so... Uh, I'm going to I'm going to ask Hakel to to marry me. And they're like they were fully supportive and what was funny is my dad was like I I think it's time. He never said that to me before. He only he was like I haven't I didn't say this to you, but because you're touching on the topic, I believe it is time. And I thought that was that was awesome because he didn't mention that so that he didn't feel like he was pushing me towards it. He wanted sure. that decision to come from me right and that takes maturity because uh, mariana's parents did the same thing they never so again i started dating mariana i was almost 17 years old and i mean there was in today's society it's very different than when the bible was written right so right. it there i had no capacity to get married right what parent would allow their daughter that they groomed and, and raised uh to just go live in with a 17 year old right like there's no way I, I, there was no way that could happen and there had to be a lot of maturity on her parents' side too as uh, we got older to not put that pressure on us because, yeah, yeah, you've been dating for six years. It's time. Like Everybody would say that. And, I mean, yeah. it's understandable because, again, dating when you're a Christian is completely different than dating when you're not. Yeah. So there are certain things that, you know, we know what we're talking about that it's not meant to happen before the relationship. And the longer you push that, it, the harder it becomes. Right. Yeah. And one thing that you said that I wanted to get back to is that you talked a little, we talked a little bit about when you're dating, it's sort of like you, you, you didn't sign that contract and you can leave at any time. And one of the things that we also need to pay attention to is that a lot of the times we try to change the person that we're dating. And we need to realize that if you love that person, you're the one that needs to make the change. That's right. I was actually going to mention that when, when Gabe was talking, it came to my mind where, well, 
one of the myths that I think we need to break here that a lot of people think is that you get scared if you're marrying the right person. Like the, the my soulmate is out there. Like that doesn't exist. Like there isn't the right person for you. You make that decision that this is a person I'm going to commit to and I'm going to make it work. Because example, a lot of people say like you fi- you have to find somebody that you're compatible with. I don't think compatibility is the deciding factor. Wow. If that was At the all. case, I would have never married your sister. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so me and Katie, for example, like we're not compatible. When we started dating, there were many things that we were very different from each other. Of course, if you have a few things like shared interest, it helps, but it's not the deciding factor. It's what you said in the beginning. If your values and your priorities are aligned, that's the best foundation in order for you to kind of make it's the a next house step. Built over the rock. Absolutely. So that's why when you mentioned like when do you think it's the, the right time and i agree from the very beginning if you if you start dating with somebody that you already have to know that there are some foundation there in order for you to build a proper relationship with that person yeah so even till today and i'm 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 seeing it right now in my marriage since we started the podcast i have changed as a man for the better and i am seeing it projected in my household in my wife, in my daughter, that everything kind of have become better because I am more aligned with my purpose. I'm more aligned with the man that I should be. And then that gets projected. So you're in a great space because you're early on in the game and you're finding this early on in your dating relationship. So you're building a great foundation for a very successful engagement and marriage and the family that you'll eventually Amen to that, man. There you go. Yeah, it's it's, it's important to... I like to rationalize things as, as, as if it was a business. You guys know me. I always do this, right? So when you start a business, and we just did this with BYOB, right? I set a goal, and I presented to the team, right? This is our target. This is our goal. This is what we need to work towards. So when you're dating, your goal should be getting married. Like, it's a, it's a I would say, I don't, I don't like saying tryouts because there's certain things that you don't need to practice. You'll learn. <laughs> You'll learn. You'll learn later on. <laughs> but... Uh, it is sort of like a, a vetting process, right? You, you kind of have to be intentional about it. The, in the questions you should be asking yourself, do I see myself spending the rest of my life with this person? Do I see, can I love this person more than I love myself? Yeah. This is a very important question because here's the thing, man. A lot of the times you're going to have to swallow your pride. Yeah, that's true. Okay. One thing that... And the third thing, hold on, yeah. let, me, let me finish. And the third thing that you guys should ask yourselves is, are we going to have Jesus in the center of our relationship. There you go. That's awesome, man. And if you can answer these three questions, everything else is detail. You can work around it. Yep. Yeah. Another thing that you said is that you have to be willing to change for the person, right? You have to love the person enough that you want to change certain aspects of yourself. But another thing that you have to understand is, is this person that I'm with also willing to change for me as well? Or worth worth changing for. Or worth changing for. You have to understand if that person is worth changing for and if you're valuable enough for that person to change for you. And when we talk about changing, it's not about changing, like, personality traits and stuff like that. Because one thing that I learned, excuse me, recently, we've we've had this conversation multiple times, but Katie is much more timid than I am, and I'm very, like, outspoken. So I'll get into a room and, like, I'll greet everybody. I'll start conversation, and she's more timid. And then for a long time, I was like, you need to be more outspoken, you know? And I'm trying to project, like, who I am onto her. And that's kind of like a, 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 an issue in a relationship because you can't do that. So when we talk about changing, it's not so much changing. It's about improving. 
Because there are things that we yeah. know that we need to be better at and that we hesitate to or we just don't feel compelled to because it's not worth it. But it is. So when you find somebody that you are with, then you definitely decide, look, my temper is a problem. I need to be better at that. And I'm seeing that, like, I, I keep going back to it. As we've become closer and we started this podcast, that I'm, which I'm super thankful for, is the fact that I'm becoming more self-aware of those things. Yeah. And because I am changing, not because I'm trying to change Katie, because I am changing, then naturally the changes are happening in the relationship. So it's the, the best advice anybody could give you is make yourself the best version of yourself, and then that'll project into the relationship. Amen. Absolutely. That's awesome, I think man. <laughs> it's funny, right? Everything that we talk about in every single episode, it translates to the next. Mm-hmm. Uh, people need to understand that you the only thing you can control in the relationship is your decisions and actions, right? Like the way you behave. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, I got married young. I was 22 years old, 22 years old. And man, I made a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes. And a lot of them were lack of maturity. Um, also, there was the fact that I did not have Jesus in the center of my relationship. And I'm going to tell you guys, while we were dating, everything was a honeymoon. Once you get married, things get tough. Because that's, you know, the devil hates marriage. Because a marriage marriage is a very powerful unit. We can accomplish a lot more together than what we can by, by ourselves. Separately. Separately. And, and when, we, when we combine forces, you know, the devil wants to make sure that doesn't happen, that doesn't work. And because I didn't have that, the relationship based on a solid foundation, which was God, everything that happened in our relationship, every single fight, took a complete, you know, it became a huge fight. Every little fight would turn into a huge fight. Things from the past would start to come up. And it wasn't until I went to church and listened to a, one, a pastor, Pastor Daniel, talking about relationships and what our job is besides just providing financially is that I understood that if I didn't bring God close to me, close to my relationship, started praying for my wife, that's something that we never did before. Like, I never prayed for Marianne. I was actually embarrassed of praying in front of my, my spouse, right? So things would not work. I kept making the same mistakes. I kept going back to doing stupid things. And she had to put up with it. And I wasn't seeing why the problem was. When the problem was, me as the man of that relationship was not close to God. So it's uh, especially, I mean, I, I felt, I personally felt more after I got married. But I think throughout your relationship, it's very important that one of the steps, one of the critical steps for you guys to prepare to getting married is getting accustomed to Jesus being the center of the relationship. Yeah. Guys, I can't. Honestly, I'm so glad that you guys are giving this advice and putting this out there because it is it is completely vital. Because Mm -hmm. when you're dating, it's like when you're dating, the devil wants you to do everything that you're supposed to do while you're married. Yes. Because that makes him happy and it makes God mad. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you said, right? You know, you said there's certain things that we learn after marriage. <laughs> and you said that a lot of people end up getting, um, and they end up moving in together while they're dating. And it's like, man, this is, these are things that it's almost like God prepared a present for us in marriage. He's like, listen, find the person that you want to be with. Find the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. And look at all the things that you're going to be able to do with this person. Yeah. So I believe it's like, for me, it's something that I'm 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 very much looking forward to is getting married, um, because these are things that I want to do, 
and these are things that I want to do. And, and it's I ha- different when you do it the first time with that person, you know. Yeah, it's and I feel like doing these things is, is not only going to bring me closer to God, but it's also going to help me become a better man. Yes. Absolutely. Because it puts, like you were talking about, um, I think like two episodes ago, you were talking about the responsibility that having Melissa puts on your back. And I can only imagine the responsibility you feel when you go from just being a single young guy in your 20s to mm-hmm. being married. Oh, man. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready to t- take on that responsibility because I thought it was going to be easy because Marianne and I got along and I did certain things while we were dating that, that had no repercussions. And then when I got married, I was like, oh, my God. This, this is, is tough. <laughs> this is horrible. This is horrible. A whole different this is animal. Horrible. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I feel like would, you, you feel miserable, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Did, uh, this is why people divorce." <laughs> hey, fifty percent divorce rate in the fair U.S. Point. And then I was like, "Listen, first, the first thing that I had to get through my thick skull is that divorce is not an option." Period. Not on the table. Not on the Amen. table. No matter what happened, we had to make this work, right? And then I was like, okay, so now I found. The, the, let's find what the problem is, it, and that's what I'm trying to tell you guys is that you cannot rationalize the problem. If Jesus is not in your relationship, problems are going to come from everywhere. Everything will become a problem, right? And I, uh, I think this is a good segue into our next episode where we're going to talk about marriage because I, I feel like we're already touching upon yeah. the subject a lot. Yeah. But before we move forward, Gabe, there's a verse that you brought to us early on. And I kind of want to end this episode with this verse because I think it's so powerful. And then I want you guys to reflect on it and, and put your opinions in the comments. What, what do you guys, when you hear this, what do you feel? What's your opinion on it? I would love to hear it. Okay, so it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Uh, starting on verse 7, it says, I wish that all were as myself am. That, that's worded interesting there. But but each has his own gift from God, one of one kind and one of another. To the unmarried and the widows, I say that it is good for them to remain single as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. So take your conclusions from this. Let us know what you think, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>